Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp Revolution? My guest today is Deacon Dave Castle. Deacon Dave left his medical career in pursuit of a more holistic way of getting the human body back to that place where all systems are in harmony with one another so it can heal itself. Dave grew up in a small college town called Granville, Ohio with his older sister and brother. He has two daughters, Emma and Hannah, both college grads. His parents, John and Renee Castle, celebrate 67 years of holy matrimony. Deacon Dave was ordained by Bishop T.D. Jakes at the Temple of Praise in Washington, D.C. Deacon Dave and his new bride, Eliza, headed to Colorado in 2014 to join the Green Rush. And he landed at Emotech Labs in Denver owned by Jason, Giddy Up Emo, and recently became their national sales director. Giddy Up is the inventor and developer of one of the most awarded organic botanical extractor in the marijuana and hemp industries. His machine converts plants' flowers into an essential oil to be used for direct ingestion, cartridge filling, gel tabs, and other types of metabols. Customers using their equipment have been winning High Times Cannabis Awards since 2012, and Giddy Up himself has won the 2012 Denver Secret Cup, 2013 First Place High Times Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam, First Place in the 2013 Dabadoo, First place, 2014 Denver High Times Cannabis Cup and 2014 High Times Cannabis Cup again in Amsterdam. Wow, <laughs> Deacon Dave, you guys at Emotech Labs have been busy and I want to welcome you to the IHAMP Revolution. Coach Freddie, it's a joy to be on here. It's an honor and a pleasure. Great to have you here. And so, Deke, can you give us a little bit more background on yourself, maybe fill in some of the blanks, and what was your reason for getting into the hemp industry and why industrial hemp? Great question, <laughs> Coach Freddie. Uh, after uh, moving here to Colorado, um, I actually had no idea who I was going to work for. Um, the whole The whole reason for moving out here was uh, during my time in nursing school, I was introduced to, uh, and I started studying non-traditional methods of healing, um, like uh, acupuncture, Reiki, and other relaxation techniques. You know, all of those no longer outside the mainstream, so people turn to those for relief and various ailments, but, you know, as I delved deeper into my research, 
I started noticing news stories about this medical use of uh, marijuana or cannabis and hemp. Uh, stories about how plants' properties were being used to help induce hunger and HIV patients and how parents were actually moving to Colorado so they could administer this organic medicine legally that would stop seizures in their children. And, you know, so for the first time, their kids could actually function well enough to attend school and lead a productive life without the debilitating side effects of conventional pharmacology. Um, you know, even mo more recently, the American Cancer Society even supports the need for more scientific research on the cannabinoids for cancer patients. And the society also recognizes the need for better and more effective therapies. So, you know, being a nursing student and being around clinicals and hospitals, um, basically I was end up pushing a, a, a drug cart around and administering these uh, dangerous medicines to folks and just treating side effects. You know, just back to the American Medical, the American Cancer Society, they they recognize the need for a better and more effective therapy to overcome these debilitating side effects that you experience during cancer treatment. And the society also believes that the classification of marijuana, hemp, is, is a, it's a Schedule One controlled substance by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. Um, that, that imposes numerous conditions on researchers and, you know, scientific study of cannabinoids um, is being stifled. So, you know, laws need to be changed. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and let's talk about that just a, just a little bit. Let's talk about uh, marijuana and the industrial hemp. And can you tell us about their relationships maybe and what's going on there and, and maybe some of the confusion that's going on? Yeah, well, the, the psychoactive effect of uh, THC is is what uh, you know the recreational side of, of marijuana is used for mostly. Um, when you um, the business I'm in is I'm in the extraction business, so we build extraction equipment to get that pure hemp oil out of the plant. Um, the difference between the two is, uh, you know, they're lumped together as a Schedule One uh, classification, and it, it shouldn't be. Um, you know, once they uh, determine the amount of THC is so entirely low in a hemp plant. Um, in the state of Colorado, it's legal to actually grow it, harvest it, and process it. Um, so, you know, until the rest of the country gets in line with what we're doing here, um, it's going to be, it's going to take time. Yes. And, uh, we need to change those, uh, the, the uh, federal laws so that the, it can be, that the states feel comfortable about changing their laws. You know, uh, Coach Freddie, it, you know, industrial hemp has been around. It, it was a dominant crop in the American landscape, you know, due to it being it's very hardy and it's renewable. Uh, renewable uh, um, Industrial hemp was a dominant crop in the American landscape uh, due to it being hardy and renewable. Um, actually, Coach Freddie, uh, Presidents George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, they're both hemp farmers. Um, but back then, you know, they were just limited to its use in, like, industrial applications for paper, let's say, and, and textile industries. But today, the use of the in industrial hemp products, you know, it's evolving into a, a variety of, like, health foods, organic body care, clothing, of course, construction materials, biofuels, and even plastic composites. Actually, there's more than 25,000 products that can be made from industrial hemp. But back to the problem. Right now, it's, you know, those who are willing to jump in and start growing hemp, 
they're going to hit the roadblocks, the legal legality roadblocks. They're also going to experience scarcity of seeds and research. Yes, and that's what we're finding here. But the people who are in it now are uh, will be first out, out of the chute. We are looking forward to having this industry being an industry that's going to help every part of the industry. And instead of polluting the earth, we're helping to heal it. Did you know that, that hemp was actually used in Chernobyl to, to heal the soil? I've heard this. I'm looking forward to getting some more information about that specifically. Yeah, it's considered a, a chemical cleanup product. Yes. Yes. So, you know, hey, listen, I heard through the grapevine here that I understand that you guys uh, are preparing for the shooting of a TV pilot called Giddy's World. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> right. Well, you know, uh, Giddy, he's been uh, in this industry most of his life. Mm -hmm. And uh, now that, you know, he can actually... Uh, he's making a piece of equipment that's essential for where this is uh, where this is all headed. Um, the machine that he invented and developed is called an organic botanical extractor. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it, it takes the flower of the plant and it scrubs it with the liquid butane, and it develop you get the pure oil from the machine. In about twenty minutes' time, you can do a thousand grams of flour. Wow. But the Giddy World is going to, is going to be uh, piloted uh, here in a few weeks. Uh, they're going to do a shooting here, and you're going to find out uh, what it's like to be in the cannabis hemp industry. Um, he definitely has his finger on the pulse. He's helped uh, even countries like Jamaica write policy on their legalization of marijuana. Um, he's got his finger on the pulse, and I'll tell you, um, he's one to watch. And I'm just very grateful that he, he uh, hired me and brought me on board because now I'm in it, and I'm an advocate and a proponent, and I'm going to do all I can to leave our pioneering mark in the industry. That's great. So what's your extractor that, that you're marketing now? What is it called? It's called an organic botanical extractor. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's made with uh, stainless steel. It's called a closed-loop system, meaning that the uh, solvents that are used to strip the plant of its essential oils are self-contained and recycled, oh. so it's not to go into the atmosphere. Ah, that's kind of important. Absolutely. It's, it's the safest piece of equipment on the market. And you did mention a couple of the accolades. I mean, since 2012, customers who've been using our equipment have been winning the uh, High Times Cannabis Cup for second third place awards uh, since then. And uh, we continue and strive to improve our our uh, equipment. Actually, we have one on the drawing board that's come to fruition. Uh, we have a prototype in the in the warehouse here that's going to be able to do seven kilos at a time. Okay, seven kilos. Um, I have no idea what that means. I mean, well, I know. Um, <laughs> when I say uh, I, that's a weight factor, let's say uh, you break it down, that would be seven thousand grams of flour. Um, okay. and, and that would be stripped with the butane and a mix of protein, propane with it, and that gives you the essential oil from the plant. Okay. All right. Then that oil can be used for, you know, filling cartridges. Um, what, they, what they get from hemp is a beautiful, golden, uh, you know, 
thick, almost honey-like substance is pure CBDs, which has no THC, no psychoactive, no high involved. It just has the healing properties that CBDs provide. Now, are you guys working primarily with industrial hemp or both marijuana and industrial hemp? Actually, um, the company was founded in 2011 uh, with the auspice of being mostly for the cannabis industry. Um, so we can get good, viable, safe medicine to the patients here in Colorado and other states that have come, come on board, like Washington, Nevada, Oregon, and, of course, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, because you were talking about industrial hemp and getting the, the CBDs, but you also work with marijuana too, right? Absolutely. I, I just in the past couple of years, hemp has become, uh, you know, for a few hundred dollars, you can get an agricultural license and grow hemp legally in Colorado at any quantity. Um, that opens the door to a lot of research and availability of this powerful CBD healing property. Yes, I'm talking to some of the farmers now and some of the other people that are growing uh, hemp. Uh, I know one group went from uh, two acres last year to 77 this year, and they hope, hope to be 500 or more acres uh, next year. So um, it's it's growing. And, and in a season's time, you can get three harvests out of the field. So yeah. it's a very sustainable product. Yeah. Very easy to grow. You have, have a good water source and a little bit of sunshine and some nutrients, and you've got a good good crop. So, Deke, Deke and Dave. Yes. yes. What is the one thing that most excites you about the hemp industry? What most excites me about the hemp industry is the fact that we're going to be able to provide folks who have never really experienced an organic method of getting their body. You mentioned it in the beginning, getting a body in balance mm-hmm. and equilibrium. That's called homeostasis in the medical field. And once your body is in homeostasis, it can heal itself. So if a cancer patient is out of balance and taking chemotherapy and actually getting hit with radiation, that's it's destroying the body's cells and killing it off. Um, that's not the way the body was designed. The body was designed to, to heal itself and has natural killer cells that go after these cancer cells. So once you bring it up to that equilibrium, ability of the body can heal itself. And that's what's most exciting to me. Yes, I am, I am 100% with you on that. That's my belief also. The, the only thing that can heal our, our diseases is our body itself. And you have to give it the right stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you think the industrial hemp or the hemp industry in itself is going right now? Where it's headed um, in this state of Colorado, in this wonderful state of Colorado, it's, it's, it's free and open. We can grow hemp now. The problem is, you know, federally, uh, they need to get laws in, in line with separating the two. Um, industrial hemp should not be considered a Schedule One drug because there is no drug in it that's going to be psychoactive and make you high. Um, it, it's, it's debilitating what I'm seeing with pharmacology. Um, all the drugs that are on the market, FDA-approved. Um, there are even drugs that aren't FDA-approved that are being sold by the billions and billions of dollars. So now we can have a product that a person can get seeds in the mail, plant in their backyard, and harvest them themselves. Um, of course, you know, folks don't 
do that with tomatoes and, and apples and carrots and oranges. They buy them on the shelf. So uh, once it is legal to grow, there's going to be a lot of industry uh, jumping on board, and you'll see that here in the next few years. Um, I also know, of course, you know, biofuels and building products, that's all well and good. I, I'm all about the human race and making things better. Yes, I like to say that um, industrial hemp is about as dangerous as a potato. Right, or or it's about as dangerous as cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. right? Well, actually, you know, if we look at that, and cotton uses a lot of pesticides to grow their crops. Thank um, you. And right. so, you know, industrial hemp, you use no pesticides or herbicides. So, um, so it's, it's, it's much more safe. Absolutely. And our machine, when it strips the, the, the flower of its essential oils, um, if the plant did have pesticides or some, uh, you know, elements in it that were, um, put into the soil that, that weren't natural to make it grow faster, that's going to show up in the, in the test results. Um, you actually see like a film on the very top of a, an oil reclamation tank that that has all the essential oils it would be like a little layer of some there on top that the grower actually did use pesticides. So you know we're talking about people's medicine here. So um, we want to be a, have a clean, pure, viable product. There you go. And um, how do you see industrial hemp changing our culture? Well, there's so many. Stigmas involved with the, uh, the the whole marijuana hemp uh, cannabis uh, language, the, the verbiage. Oh, it's it's education. We just need to get educated, get people on board with uh, you know advocacy from, from more professionals like myself in the medical industry. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of folks from like the oil industry getting into uh, my side of the business, this extraction um, equipment. So, uh, you know, it's. The door's open, and I just hope more people uh, get on board with this IHAMP revolution. Yes, that's what the IHAMP revolution is all about, is educating people and making people aware of all the products and the benefits it can have for people, the planet, and profits. So, yeah. Um, now, out of all the thousands of products that can be produced with hemp, what is one or maybe two products that you see taking the lead? The one product that I see, I'm going to go into the building products for a minute because um, I, I understand you yourself might be uh, purchasing some land and building a hemp house. Yes. Um, so <laughs> tell me a little <laughs> bit about that. I want to hear about your hemp house, Freddie. Well, I've... I've always been looking in the last four or five years into tiny houses, just living, you know, very um, self-contained. And, and then now that I've, I've learning about hemp and that you can build a hemp house out of 80 or 90 percent industrial hemp, and that's the way I want to go. I do want to build a hemp house, and I'm not sure exactly where. It'll be here in Colorado someplace and maybe in the foothills. So I'm looking forward to finding out a lot more from people I'm interviewing in the uh, construction industry and um, just learning a little bit more about it. And my focus is, yeah, I'm going to live in a hemp house. Why not? I want one too. 
<laughs> okay. Because I've been it. following the tiny home for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I have a vision. Most people have a vision that's in this industry. What's your vision? The future of hemp in the U.S. I believe you're going to see it in almost every cosmetic. There's going to be so many pharmacology, pharmacological uses for it. Um, it, it the door is, is just a sliver of light is coming through. We haven't even touched or scratched the surface yet. Yeah, and I, I think that few people like yourselves and the people that I'm interviewing that are passionate about it. They have a passion for this industry because they can see the benefits. The benefits not only for themselves, but people and the planet, healing the planet. And yes, there is profit. So it's people, planet, and profit. And that's the triple bottom line. This industry follows that triple bottom line perfectly. So I can see this happening all over the United States, you can grow it in every state. Why not jump on board? A lot of farmers, they want to get away from using pesticides and herbicides and chemicals to try to rejuvenate the earth, which hemp will actually remediate the the, the earth. Absolutely, uh, Coach Freddie. So um, how can people get involved in the industrial hemp industry? Well, locally in Colorado, it's easy. Um, um, just get involved, be an advocate, join the hemp, I hemp revolution, um, follow, uh, Coach Freddie online. Well, great. So Deacon Dave, thanks for being our guest on the I hemp revolution here. It's been my pleasure, Coach Freddie. You have a, an excellent day and yeah. So how can people find you guys there? What's your website? Maybe email. Yeah, my email is Dave, D-A-B-E, at Emotech Labs. That's E-M-O-T-E-K, labs.com. And that's your website also? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So, great. Dave, thanks again. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes. Give us a review. And please tell your friends and help spread the word on LinkedIn. Facebook, and Twitter, and some of the other social media, and learn about the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits. And make sure you go to our Facebook page, iHemp Revolution, on Facebook. So, this is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.